back to the Voice Memo Me pod. I'm Taylor. And I'm Corey. And we're your hosts. Welcome. Sorry, it's been just a quick minute since you've heard our voices on the pod. Quick, super quick, two and a half months. (laughs) Yeah, let me tell you. Some days those two and a half months felt long. Other days they felt... Wait, what's the other opposite? Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) I need help. That's all I've got to say. Wonder why. I know. So we have some major life updates that kind of like, I mean, I think they're a good excuse for why we were gone for the amount of time we were, but we'll let the listeners decide. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll make a poll. (laughs) Yeah. If it was acceptable to take that hiatus (laughs) or not. Um, I feel like if we were a legitimate podcast Mm. in the sense of, sorry, just like clear my throat, um, in the sense of like, we had like loads of listeners and we're like super serious and had like a huge following. I feel like us taking a two and a half month like hiatus would be like catastrophic. Yeah, not allowed. And everybody would be like, what the heck? What's wrong with you? Probably like so concerned. Luckily for us, um, it's not the case. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And I feel like we could jump right back in and, like, get back to it and, like, actually become legitimate. Yeah. And it will be fine. It will be, like, something we laugh about, like, down the road. Right. No, I agree. I think that's a good point. I think in a year from now, if we're on episode 52, it you won't even remember that we took the break, everyone. You'll just yeah. know that. Be thankful we're here. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and that we came back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, It doesn't matter. All right. Well, I'll go first because I feel like mine is like already on social media. So people who listen to this or follow me probably already know. Um, and I feel like yours isn't totally on social media. Yeah. Um, but in case you missed it, or if you don't follow me on social media, I am pregnant and essentially me and Corey (laughs) decided like, oh, we're going to keep recording. Like, it'll be fine. We did record actually, I think like two episodes where I was pregnant and knew. But it was like before you were dying. Yeah. And then six and a half weeks pregnant hit and I died. Um, It was not fun. I will say I'm super thankful that we got pregnant and should I like give the whole like backstory or kind of just like (laughs) I'm pregnant? (laughs) Um, I feel like that's up to you. Oh, it feels like so long ago at this point, but it's not that long ago. I'll kind of try to give like a five minute synopsis. Okay. Um, so Essentially, me and Ryan celebrated our two-year wedding anniversary this year. Um, Ryan has wanted children since the minute we started dating, if it was up to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's always, like, wanted a big family. I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about the whole big family or whatnot. I obviously wanted kids, but it's just, like, I was more wanting to wait. Um, so, anywho... 
we got married, his opinion did change once we were married. He was like, okay, wait, like, let's just enjoy being married and figuring out life. And then I just feel like the last two years of marriage, we got a puppy, we bought a house. There was just like so much going on. I don't even think we had time. Ryan quit a job. Then he got a new job. Like there was just so much life change that it, I can't even imagine having a child during that. But, um, then September, we kind of told like Corey and our other close friends, like, yeah, okay. So within the next calendar year, like we would like to be pregnant. Really, we don't care when that happens. And we were totally like, you know, you just never know when you're going to get pregnant. So we were just like, not really trying to plan it. Um, and then like two weeks later, I was pregnant. So, um, <laughs> You know, I, I thought about it and then I got pregnant. So we were super thankful that that's how that worked out. Um, and timing wise, I like couldn't have literally every single thing that I would have wanted to happen did. I got to tell my mom in person, which was shocking because we talk every single day on the phone. She lives in Charlotte and she actually was coming like a week after I found out I was pregnant to spend one night with me with me before she left for a trip so it was just like so cool that I only had to wait a week and like lie to her for every day for that week (laughs) which was very difficult um and then I got to tell her in person I got to tell my entire family in Charlotte in person because we went there for Thanksgiving so that was like amazing to tell my grandparents and all my aunts and all my cousins um we told Ryan's family like literally two days after we found out we could not keep it to ourselves. We were like so excited. Um, so yeah, we kind of told family and then started telling like more friends around like 10 or 12 weeks. Like I said, I had terrible nausea. I wouldn't say I was like throwing up every single day. But I felt like I had the world's worst hangover every single day. and Literally your worst nightmare. Yeah, it was. Because I hate, like, throwing up is my biggest fear. So the fact that, like, I felt like I was going to throw up 24-7 just was, like, really not fun for me. And then I also, fun fact, when I went to Charlotte, me and my mom went and got our nails done. Like, this is how afraid I am of throwing up. I thought I was going to throw up. And so... In turn, I then passed out in the nail salon. <laughs> and that Just was... little classic. Yeah, not only humiliating, but a tale to tell for the rest of my life because it's very funny. Um, so, yeah, I... At what's probably 13 weeks, I felt like I started to turn a corner... 14 weeks for sure. Like I started to be able to work out again. I had, um, yeah, I I mean, long story short, I had like a little bit of a silly, not silly. I shouldn't say that because it is serious, but, um, I don't think mine was as serious as other people's are. I had, uh, small like bleed in or like next to my I don't even know like gestational sac um which 
can sometimes cause risk for like miscarriage and whatnot. So I wasn't allowed to work out in my first trimester. Not that I could have physically anyways, but you're dying. Literally, my doctors were like, yeah, no working out. And I was like, great, because I sit on my couch every single day. Yeah. Um, You're like, working out for me is going from my bed down to my couch. <laughs> literally. And, and then maybe I would be taking a shower. <laughs> yeah, shower. And then I'd be like, okay, time for a nap for two hours. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm pregnant. I am – I don't even know how many weeks right now. 17, 18. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> Almost halfway. Like – that's actually crazy. Which is insanity. I feel like you just found out. Also, it kind of was like this unspoken thing where we just stopped recording because Taylor is dying. And <laughs> I like knew it was because she was dying. And I didn't want to like bring it up and make her feel bad. And like I just wasn't going to put pressure on like any like either of us. Yeah. Um, but I kind of was hoping we would start again. But I wasn't – I didn't want to be the person to bring it up. I was being kind of a baby about it. And then you just, like, brought up that you wanted to share the nail salon story to me, like, on a recording. And I was yeah. like, oh, we're doing that again? Fabulous. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, in my head, yeah. Like, even – I think same thing. Like, I knew I felt, like, just absolute sh- poop. So it was, like, I wanted to record so bad, but I also, like – Literally, I mean, when Corey would come over and, like, hang out with me, like, I was just, like, a bump of a human being. Like, I don't know how – I literally don't know how I will have a, like, toddler the next time I'm pregnant and, like, have to be a functioning human being. I just – God bless. I feel like moms just, like, get the superpower strength. Yeah. They just, like, have to, so they do. That's what my friend said. She was, like, your capacity with every child – just like grows. grows yeah and I was like okay I know that's what everyone says so I'm sure it will happen but um yeah. also can we go back to how you were like yeah we told our friends like in September we were gonna have a baby they actually didn't tell me Taylor played this game with me that <laughs> she was like all of a sudden I seriously would like we I would talk about them ha- wanting to have kids like we kind of talked about it not all the time but like enough mm-hmm. and then And I was definitely on the same page as Ryan. Like, I wanted them to, like, have kids immediately because I'm obsessed with babies and, like, whatever. Um, But all of a sudden, like, you guys started talking about baby names. And I was like, I don't care about your baby names because you guys aren't having a baby anytime soon. This is stupid. And then you started being like, um, Corey, like, we're not going to tell you when we're, like, going to start, like, whatever. And you were like, bye, I, you might have said, like, in the next year, we're probably going to get pregnant. But you were being, like, so scriptic about it to the point where literally Ryan was like, why won't you just tell her? And I was like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't care. I was getting, like, mad at you. <laughs> and then, like, you at one point were like, well, we want to tell my family in person. So I was like, okay, so she has to, like, either get pregnant right now and yeah. tell her family over Christmas or get pregnant, like, around Easter because her mom – like, maybe they'll get together with her mom or, like, she goes in, like, June. Yeah. And so I was, like, so they'll probably get pregnant in January. And But it was, like, this game. And so then by the time you guys actually call – like, when I called you and you guys told me you are pregnant, I didn't believe you. Mm-hmm. And literally I was in Napa with my sister and she was literally, like – she was sitting next to me while I was on the phone with you and was, like, 
they're not kidding. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Corey was like, shut up, Taylor. Like, you are lying. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm being serious. Yeah. But I was also like, like, I'm not going to tell you or my mom. And Ryan and I were like, there's no way. And then you were like, well, one of my friends is like also probably trying at the same time. So I'll be able to talk to her about it. Basically, like, so I don't need to tell you. Yeah. (laughs) I was so angry. (laughs) Yeah. I just wanted it to like be a surprise to everyone. And I feel like once people know you're trying, it's like every month, you know, like, are you guys pregnant? Are you guys pregnant? And again, I didn't know we were going to have the situation we did have. So I was like, this could take a couple months. And like, I think it'll be so annoying if people just like keep asking us if we're pregnant and then yeah. like, we're not. So that was my original plan. And then it was not the case. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that like whole, like, and then your friends get to the point where you're like, do I keep checking up or is it annoying? But I want right. them to know that I like care and like literally. Yeah. How it worked out for you was like very good. Yeah. It was perfect. Everything about it. Um, other than the nausea, the pregnancy has been pretty easy. Um, and like it, it honestly for me still sometimes doesn't feel real. And I know that probably sounds insane to people because I'm almost halfway there, but I still don't know the gender. And for me, that is like really disconnecting, like that this is real, if that makes sense. Yeah. So we have had three <laughs> blood <laughs> tests now to find out the gender. My first blood test, I didn't have enough fetal DNA. My next blood test, the blood, the, what are they called? A phlebotomist didn't take enough blood. Is that what they're called? Yeah. A phlebotomist. <laughs> I think so. I would have, I didn't even know that was a thing, but I would have just said probably like lab tech. Yeah. And then I just had my third blood test last week. At this point, I'm like, I don't even care. Like if because my 20 week anatomy scan is coming up. So I'm like, well, I'm either going to know in the next couple of days or in three weeks. So, but yeah, I think once I know the gender, like I haven't even bought any baby clothes because to me, I'm like, well, I just don't know. Like, so I'm not like buying anything. I haven't like planned a nursery. I haven't started planning a baby shower because to me, like, I don't want everything to be neutral, so I'm just waiting until I know. I also feel like you're not someone who would want everything to be pink and blue either. No, definitely not. But it definitely helps. Yeah, I just feel like even, like, I was walking through Target the other day, and, like, even the little girl stuff or the little boy stuff, like, they're not, like, bright pink and bright blue, but, like, there's definitely an obvious, like, difference yeah 100 percent. and like even like the boys stuff is a lot of like grays and black and and like I wouldn't dress a little girl in those colors so yeah yeah yeah, it's just like I do more like if I was gonna do neutrals on a boy I would obviously still do like white and tan and beige but I would also mix in like gray and navy and where like a little girl I feel like like I'd do like dusty pink and like yeah yeah, like more pastel colors yeah so, you know, it's Wait like, and see. yeah, 
stay tuned next week maybe i'll have an update for everyone oh my goodness if you don't i'll be like literally it's ridiculous people i'm so over it (laughs) yeah yeah so i feel like that's really valid reason um i yeah it i think it's fine Mm -hmm. that we're doing this i um am officially living in charleston so wild it's so weird because i literally i feel like jump directly back into my old life um which is like so weird i had my first day of work at the salon yesterday which was awesome all of my clients i had were so sweet and so cool um which was nice and like i worked the one hairstylist that was working last night um is a girl i worked with when i lived there before and like i was one of her assistants so and she's just like the greatest and it was just like so awesome to be like it was just amazing to be back. Like I, yeah. I honestly, it wouldn't have been as easy to say yes to moving back here if I didn't love my bosses and like love the people that I work with. And like, right. even though they're not all the same people. I like trust that they pick people that are amazing. Like all three of my clients yesterday were all new people to the salon. And like one of the things that I feel like people said this about my salon in Pittsburgh too, but definitely everyone in Charleston is like, I've never like walked into a salon and felt like the, like the energy and vibe be this way. Mm. It's like so chill. I think people are used to, especially like here in Charleston, like are used to like hustle and bustle, like Mm. 15 person girl salons, loud, obnoxious, like drama where like, it's definitely like very chill and we have like diffusers going and there's plants everywhere. And like compared to my salon in Pittsburgh where I felt like it was just like cozy and cute. Yeah. The salon in Charleston is like pretty small. It's still like, it's like cozy, but not in like a homey way, obviously, because it's not a house, but um, it's just like very relaxing and like a super nice environment and and, like for all three of the people to say that I'm like yeah this is literally why I came back here oh um so that was cool and makes me really happy but yeah for us to want to be recording while I was like starting to panic that I was actually leaving and the holidays and like you being pregnant you got you being traveling for the holidays too yeah it was was a lot yeah we needed to like group yeah and like if we were gonna keep recording it would have been a situation where we're like bulk recording episodes and like the thought of having to do that with how crazy our lives were and like our energy levels being like low time low time low low. yeah (laughs) i was gonna say low time high and like like, all time low (laughs) yeah all time low um just wasn't in the cards for us so we're sorry guys but we're back we are happy to be back. And I think, like, obviously, when I have the baby, we'll have to, like, do some bulk recordings. But now we have, like, plenty of time in advance to plan for that. And yeah, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. We'll figure it out and it'll be good. And um, yeah. Okay, wait. I was going to ask you something about – oh, did you have any, um, like, old clients? Have they reached out yet to be like, you're back? Like, Yeah. Oh. Yeah, which is, like, really sweet. It was even funny, like, one of Penny's clients yesterday, mm-hmm. um, like, came in and said hi, and I was like, hey, but, like, I didn't ask them their name or anything. Right. Um, and then we were, ta- I guess, 
it was just Penny and I working yesterday. So like our clients could kind of hear what we were talking about. We were like, both of um, our clients were like into sourdough and books. So we Love were that. Like, talking about like book clubs, <laughs> stuff like that. So we were kind of like us four just like hanging out. Um, That's amazing. But she like was like, oh, wait, you just moved here. She was like, I felt like I've met you before. I was like, you could have. Yeah. It would have been three years ago, but three and a half now. Um, But so that was funny. But yeah, it is like cool that like even one of my clients, I'm doing men's cuts again. So that's a little different. But one of my clients um, tomorrow is a guy that like I know because he was one of Penny's clients. Okay. Um, which is crazy because literally, like, when I left, he had just gotten married, and now he has, like, a full toddler. Oh, <laughs> And I'm like, wow, a lot can happen in three years. Literally. Um, so, yeah, it's, like, it is cool. I think a lot of Penny's clients, because she cut her schedule a lot, um, I'll get. And, like, I had some, like, f- people that were, like, kind of friends, but, like, more acquaintances that I used to do the hair, like, reach out. So um, that was cool. It's way, like, less intimidating coming into a space and, like, already knowing some people. Whereas, like, when I started at Be Pure, I didn't know anyone. Yeah. So and, like, one. I took over Kelly's books and didn't know a single one of her clients. So, like, yeah, that's that stressful. A lot. Definitely. <laughs> but, yeah, it is good. It's, like, weird, but a good weird. Good. No. so you're back you're at the same salon you're at living at the same place you used to live (laughs) different apartment obviously but same building different unit same building (laughs) (laughs) anything else the same no I don't think no not really like some of the same like friends obviously yeah um yeah I feel like my life is like radically different yeah so similar like Penny and I Last night, we're kind of, like, talking about that, just being, like, I'm so happy you're here. Like, also crazy how much, like, you've grown and changed in the last three years. And I was, like, when I left Charleston, I was at, like, the lowest I hope I ever am in my Mm -hmm. entire life. And, like, she, like, unfortunately had to see me that way. Mm -hmm. which She wouldn't look at it like that. Like, yeah, of course. Like, family to me. So, but, um, yeah, for me to, like leave being just a wreck of a human and like a baby new stylist and coming back to Charleston being like working in the industry for a couple years yeah kind of like at a similar level to her but then also be like so mentally stable and healthy yeah so different (laughs) it is like so wild so um yeah it was just it was a good day. I like took the dogs to the beach for a walk, um, which was really nice. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like when I'm at the beach, I said this when I was at the Outer Banks this past summer, Brady seems like way less like on edge Aww. and just like chill. Like we walked past like three dogs on the beach and he like didn't lose his shit once. He definitely got like amped up the one time. But, like, didn't bark and, like, freak out. Yeah. You could just tell he was, like, kind of – his energy was, like, off. But mm-hmm. um, that is, like, very nice. I don't that know if it's, so like, nice. a legitimate thing. But it is nice to not have him, like, f- 
freaking out. Also, the beach is definitely, like, bigger where compared to, like, when I'm walking them at South Park. Right. And there's, like, a five-foot sidewalk and I have to pass dogs on there. Like, obviously, I know that makes a difference, but, yeah. It's good. Good. Back. Ready. Yeah, literally. And she left right in time for Pittsburgh to get a a bunch of snow. (laughs) I'm kind of like a little sad. Yeah. Get to be in the snow, especially since Brady loves it so much. Yeah. Like I wanted one good snow. We had that like dusting. Yeah. Like pranced around and had like such a good time. But um, I was kind of jealous. My mom did say that they had a shovel twice this morning. So. Oh my gosh. I'm not jealous of that. But <laughs> yeah, we had like a dusting, I feel like yesterday or two days ago. And then it was just so cold here that like it stuck, but like I could still see my grass in certain areas of my yard. Mm-hmm. And then we got more snow last night and everything's like covered now. And I'm like, yes, like this is the kind of snow that I'm like, if I, if it's so cold out that I can't be outside. I at least want it to look pretty. I'm the same way. I'm 100% the same way. So, yeah, I did not go to the office today. I was not shoveling my car out. Ryan did have to go to work. Um, but we have, like, a flat driveway, so it wasn't, like, like yeah. he just literally pulled out. Which I don't like when he does that because then it creates the, like, ice tracks. Yeah. But I guess it doesn't really matter since it's flat, but whatever. Um, I mean, it's a little annoying. Yeah. And I do <laughs> need to run out later, so, um, to pick up medicine for the dogger. So. Um, yeah, it is, I, if it's going to be cold, I want there to be snow. Yeah. 100%. I think, I think tomorrow or maybe the next day, it's supposed to get down to like 40 here. Ooh. But then next week it's up to like mid sixties and like even low seventy. The struggle. It's <laughs> such a tough life. I was um at Trader Joe's yesterday, and it was when I say it was like a madhouse. I can't even really explain to you how insane it was. There was zero people. There was zero spots available in the parking lot, and the parking lot was just like a cluster of people trying to find spots. People going oh to cars, all kinds of chaos, and then like along the basically like. In the grassed areas along the parking lot in the road, people were parking there. Stop. And it was like, I was like so overwhelmed. I like went in because I had to get like a couple things and I didn't even, I kind of wanted to like grocery shop a little bit, but I was like, nope, I'm getting like only what I need. I want to be here in here for as little as possible. Right. My mom called me after and as I was talking to her, my sister, and, um, I was kind of complaining about it and she was like, okay, well, guess you, that means you need to move home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. And she's like, why not? And I was like, because it's 64 and sunny here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I did just see this thing the other day and it made me think of you. Um, it was like, I never realized how much like my environment affected me until I like moved out of my environment. And then it's like, it was like a picture of like a snow truck like driving past her house and then a picture of like her at the beach. Yeah. And 
I was like, wow, yeah, I wouldn't know, but I'm sure I would say the same thing. And hopefully when I move to Charlotte one day, I will get to say the same thing. Yeah, literally. I feel like we've talked about that before of like, if you don't know anything different. Yeah. But like then once you do know something different, like it's hard to take that first step to move, especially Mm -hmm. if you do it when you're not in college. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And like once you have a family and stuff, it's like such a big step. But also I think for me and Ryan specifically, like with his job, it's just like we're bound to end up somewhere else one day. Yeah. Hopefully it's not somewhere colder. I would literally cry. But um yeah, so I feel like we just need to be prepared to end up honestly, he always talks about maybe going to um there's like always these jobs open for the Pittsburgh Pirates like training place in Florida. Oh. And like literally there's always jobs down there. Wait, um, I feel like just like everybody practice in Florida because this one client um, that used to come to the salon, I don't think she, well, it doesn't really matter, but um, her husband coaches for the Cubs and I think they have summer like off season training in Tampa. Oh, interesting. Ryan's is in Bradenton. Oh, we were, that's literally where we were. Oh, that's so funny. Um, I worked a wedding this weekend. I moved to Charleston last two Saturdays ago and then left on Thursday morning to go work a wedding for a family friend, like one of my um, good friends. Um, but we literally stayed on Bradenton Beach. And um, then my the bride's cousin, one of the bridesmaids slash like one of my sister's friends, um, we kind of stayed with her family the whole time and they were all they were I think it was technically called Cortez where they stayed Mm -hmm. but it was like right it was a five minute we walked to their um, Airbnb the one day and um, it was literally the cutest coffee shop that we went to and it was like called like a coffee shop mercantile mercantile Mm. you know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so they had like all these cute things um, and it was called Foxy Wait, oh my god, I follow I was literally just about to say, is it called Foxy? Yes, literally, Taylor. Aren't they the cutest? I was obsessed. The coffee was so good. Uh, do you know the girl like who owns it? No, I mean we talked to some of the workers because they were all like so cute and friendly. Yes. Okay. But I'm obsessed. So I don't I follow the girl and her husband who own it. And they live, I'm pretty sure in Anna Maria Island. Okay, that's where the wedding was. Okay. Um, How did then, you find them? So I you, I started following her forever ago because she, her and her husband lived in a trailer for five years with their four children um, to save up enough money to, like, build their dream home. Okay. So I started following her when they were in the building process because, like, I liked her interior design style. Mm. And – also, her husband is – I don't know if I've ever told you about this family, but they – her husband is the one where, like, she had a dream from God that, like, they were supposed to have another kid, but her husband had a vasectomy. So they, like, went back and reversed it, and then they had their daughter, Foxy. Stop. Yes. And so, like, now they have, like, another, like, little kid, and, like, all their other kids are, like, middle school-aged um, – 
Wait, that is so wild. And then that's so cute that that's the name yes. of their coffee shop. Yes. Wait, that is wild, too, about the trailer thing because there are, like, so many trailer homes there. Yes. But, like, not even, like, like it, how they are, it doesn't even look like – like, I feel like – sorry, I'm saying, like, so much. No, it's okay. When I have been through – for instance, like Myrtle Beach or whatever, if there's like trailer park communities, yeah, and they look like trashy and like kind of sketch and like whatever. But in Bradenton, like I don't, we didn't really explore Anna Maria Island, so I don't really know, but I'm yeah. saying it's pretty similar. They don't even look that bad. It's kind of interesting. They almost look like kind of cute huts, but they're yeah. definitely like modular homes. I wonder too, like they had like a terrible hurricane there like a year and a half ago yeah and i wonder if some of the trailers are because of that Mm. um anywho yeah she's just like super cute they also have this like uh motel kind of situation um and they have like four units in it wait is it white uh yeah and like you can pick what color like your room is like they have like a yellow like a mustard room a like terracotta yep. room that was a that was around the corner from our airbnb yes yeah that's also theirs oh wow yeah they're adorable and their her husband's name is dino and he's like this super italian like funny guy mm-hmm. um and he has this like uh these spices like this line of spice and i want to get it for ryan because he's like obsessed with cooking that's funny anywho that's so funny that that's where you were <laughs> yeah oh wow so cute that'd be fun if you guys live there my flight down there was like very very cheap and took like an hour and a half yeah so we always say like we're like I feel like we could end up in Florida which is so weird because we both are like I don't even know what it would be like to live in Florida um especially like being in Pittsburgh and then obviously the other place is Charlotte but we'll see how interesting I feel like I haven't heard Ryan talk about that before but we talked about it a lot more when he worked for the Pirates um, because obviously it was like he was considering like working there after his internship and he was like I feel like it'd be easier for me to get a job in Bradenton first and like work my way up down there. Um, But stay tuned (laughs) everyone. (laughs) I don't think we'll be moving anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah, baby's in on the way. Yeah. Moving to Florida. Not in the cards. Not in the cards. But every time I plan my life, God does something else. So I'm not going to make any plans. Fair. Fair point. <laughs> Literally. Oh, wild. Um, okay, so want to talk new year, new you. If we're even doing resolutions or like if there's anything we're trying to do in the new year or ins yeah. and outs, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't like New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. I don't write them. I also am not like a write down my like five year plan, three yeah. year plan, one year plan, write down goals. I'm like not that kind of person. I never have been. Yeah. Um, I also just feel like New Year's resolutions are something that people go on a kick for Mm. and they try to like bite off more than they can chew and change like their whole life in January and then it lasts like two weeks and then you like fail miserably. Yeah. So I'm just like not really about that. Um, 
there are definitely like things that I would like to be better at this year, but I'm not really going to be like new year. I'm starting like all these new habits and stuff like the new year because I just feel like that's like not successful. Right. Definitely. Um, so I don't know, as I like realize things that I want to do better, like I've been consistent working out, which is really nice, but that like took a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I like realize things throughout the year, I try to like implement new, you know, change, Right. but like to do a bunch of things or all these new year's resolutions, I just feel like is not. No, I agree. I don't, I don't think I'm a, here's what I'll say. I'm definitely not like a new year's resolution person because I agree. I think like you're setting a lot of unrealistic standards. Um, I did see a lot of like ins and outs this year, which I thought was kind of fun. Um, What do you mean? So it'd be like, what's in for the year, what's out. And like the ins would be, for example, like, oh, I could just tell you. So I, for my job, I'm in like, I'm explaining to the listeners. You already know this. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> and in this like uh, employee resource group for our company, and I am one of the like chair people for the Women Connect group, and so we kind of did like a pros and cons of New Year's resolution for our January meeting with everyone. And I was telling people like I keep seeing this trend on TikTok. It's called ins and outs, and like. I think it's kind of like a better way to look at it. So you're more just saying like, okay, for 2024, these are things that are in for me and then like things that are out. So like one of my outs was like saying yes to everything because I'm like a chronic, I say yes to everything. I overcommit to everything. And then I'm like overwhelmed with the amount of things I have in that week. And then Mm -hmm. I like hate my life. So that was like a thing that was like out for me. Um, And then an in was like normally I am totally a person who like sets a fitness goal at the beginning of the year, whether it's like running the Pittsburgh half marathon again, or, you know, running this many miles a week, or like, I just like setting like fitness goals because I've always been like that. But this year I was like, well, what the hell am I going to do? Like, I can't like set some crazy fitness goal that I know I'm just like not going to reach. It's not realistic. Yeah. And then also like, I've never like set like a body weight goal or like, I want to like, I'm not at that. Um, Toxic. Yeah. And I just feel like I've like, I'm very content with my body and like, have never been like, I need to lose weight or like, yeah, I don't know. Just weird. So anywho, uh, one of my like, ins for the year was like accepting my body at every stage this year because honestly I feel like that's going to be like the hardest thing for me is like not necessarily a fitness goal for myself while being pregnant like I think I can stick to that and like I'm not worried about like sticking to my fitness routine because literally as soon as I could work out again I started again and like I'd much rather work out and be happy exercising than not yeah um but I think like just being like uber pregnant in June will be like kind of weird for me (laughs) and then like being in a postpartum body all summer will be interesting for me um so I'm 
kind of trying to like just be like proud of my body while mentally preparing for yes like, you not to beat yourself up during yes that. yeah I don't want to spend like postpartum or the summer or even pregnancy like being like I'm just uncomfortable in my body and I hate it and like I don't want to feel like that so yeah. I'm trying to kind of like talk myself out of it <laughs> very fair um but I did have some things that, like, I'm doing. Um, I feel I like thought. you should tell the listeners about your habit stacking. Oh, thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so one of the things that, like, I have been literally saying this for the last year. And, again, I don't think we, I've mentioned it a lot on the podcast. But Ryan – used to work for a church we left that church he quit his job it was like a very very difficult transition for us and essentially like just my morning time in the bible for no joke the last year after that happened was just like really struggling which then in turn I believe that just like festers into every part of my life um so I've been saying for literally the last year, like, I need to get back into that routine. Like, I need my quiet time, all this stuff. But I was reading about how, like, if you don't have a current habit and you just, like, start to pick it up, most of the time you're going to fail. So for my habit, you're supposed to, like, pick something that you already do every single day and then stack whatever your new habit is, like, with that. So I make myself a coffee every morning. So now when I have my coffee, I, like, read my Bible or I'm, like, in a small group right now and we're reading this book. So, like, this morning I was reading the book um, and then, like, journaling. And so far it's been very successful. So – I'm hoping to keep it up and see if, like, I can literally just make it a habit again in my routine, and we'll see. But it's definitely like it makes sense to stack them. I don't know why more people don't know this trick, or maybe they do, and we're just idiots and we've just never done it. But facts that is always. I feel like it's very helpful for all the what's it called people out there yeah the bad habiters no the bad habiters (laughs) um yeah I feel like that's a really good idea I just want to be better at routines Mm. like Like, all together like like a morning morning routine routine, nighttime routine yeah um my nighttime routine is trash I've been on like a big you have to shower before I get into my bed kick yeah that's amazing and I love it, but then, like, I get so lazy after that I'm, like, I don't want to put on lotion. I don't want to put on my face, like, nighttime mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, I need to be – I want to be more consistent at that. And, yeah, I mean, I feel the same about my, like, morning routine, just, like, going out the window after I, like, left the church. And yeah, also, like, never really got back into another church. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see. I try a new church out on Sundays, so that'd be fun. Um, <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. I um, see lots of coffee dates in my future. Yeah, which like, 
it is what it is. Um, I know I'm excited for it. It's just, I feel like I've been in this like searching for a church for like a year now. And like, obviously I think I, part of why I didn't end up plugging in in Pittsburgh was because I kind of checked out and was like, I don't think if I stayed in Pittsburgh, I would stay at this church I was going to. But also, what's the point right? of trying out other churches if I know I'm leaving in like two months? Right. So that was kind of rough. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I, I'm ready and excited for, you know, three, four months down the road where I feel like plugged in and secure. Yeah. Which community and stuff. Yeah, for sure. No, for sure. That'll definitely be really, really refreshing and nice. Yeah. Um. Okay, these were two things that I kind of forgot to update you on. Okay, but I feel like the one is like I literally just booked out for the rest of my pregnancy, so it will definitely be something I continue. Um, and the other is, I think it will continue. Um. As long as, like, it goes as I assume. Also, if Greta starts barking, I might have to stop talking, but we'll see. Um, okay. One, I went to a chiropractor. Oh. Who was recommended to us. Like, they go to our church, and, like, everyone at the church goes to them. And I went, and they have, like, the cutest little office. They play worship music. They, like, take a holistic pro- approach to everything. And... They are just like the cutest couple ever. I love them. Um, and the woman specializes in pregnancy. Oh, so wow. literally like I like got my whole assessment done and we talked about like my care for the next six months, not even like five months at this point, which is freaking insane. Um, and yeah, so I'll see her once a week throughout the rest of my pregnancy. And then at the end, I'll see her like twice a week until I give birth. Um, okay. yeah, but she, she adjust you. Oh yeah. I've had two adjustments so far. Do you, does your back feel like it's not, and you're like rib pain, not feel bad. So my hip pain is still the same, but she said that like that just might take some time with like adjusting everything Okay, for it to like get back into where it needs to be. Um, and she actually thinks that the hip that I'm having pain from is because my other hip is too tight. Oh. So it's like my other leg is actually a little bit shorter than the other mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like putting more pressure on the hip that I have the most pain. Where? And she said that, that the hip that I have the pain in is definitely like rotating more than the other one. Okay. So we're just like working on fixing that. And then when I got my assessment done, it was so funny. I, like, didn't really complain about this. But, like, my worst part of my body is my neck. Yeah. Like, it is so jacked up. Like, there's, like, a scale of, like, mild, moderate to severe. And I am, like, at the furthest range of severe in my neck. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. So she adjusts my neck every time I go. And if anything, I just think I'm sleeping better. But – Yeah, she said she was like, it's very common for like, that's where women carry like their stress the most. So she was like, Mm. I'm I'm not surprised. But it was just funny that like, when she asked me, like, what do you think? And blah, blah, blah. Like, that was not 
an area that I complained about. Yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. I, um, it is weird. Like, cause I think chiropractors are like one of those things that people are like, eh, yeah. Is it, is it a scam? Yeah. And you like go in. I, when I got the last time I was at a chiropractor, when I went in, it was like wild, like my spine, I have like slight scoliosis. And he was like, I don't know how nobody's ever told you this before. That's crazy. I was like, Oh, sick. And then he was like, also your whole body. One of my legs is shorter than the other. Oh. And it like trickles up all the way to like my shoulders basically. Yeah. And one of my, my alignments always off to the point where one of my shoulders sits like slightly lower than my heart. And he was like, I bet you're like, if you're wearing a tank top or like a something that has like straps, it always falls off on this side, doesn't it? And I was like, yeah. He's like, that's so weird. Because your shoulders dipped. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, how do you live your whole life not knowing this? Literally. It definitely did help, but I was going to a place too far away and then I just stopped. Yeah. And like, so they, she said she was like, there's like this whole technique for pregnant women. It's called the Webster's technique, which like we're not doing a lot of that yet because like I my belly's just like nowhere near big enough for like the issues that that technique helps with. I'm I'm just not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was saying that like it like helps women with their delivery and like makes their delivery typically easier because you're like mm-hmm. aligned. So like the baby's not like coming out yeah. like in all these like yeah whacked out positions because you've like your entire journey like you've been getting aligned and making sure you were adjusted and whatnot so we'll see if it actually affects me in a positive way I'm hoping it does but I obviously won't know until I have the child so yeah and she um adjusts babies and stuff which I've been seeing that online a ton yeah same and With I'm like, like colicky babies and, yes yeah um and it scares the crap out of me but they don't like she was telling me like it's not like how they adjust an adult like it's like way less pressure and like it's basically like almost like giving a baby a massage yeah um but yeah so we shall see Um, how it goes that was my one update and then my other update which you'll be so proud of me is that we ordered from the family cow so we're picking up our raw milk on thursday and butter and bone broth nice i love that for you i'm so excited so i'm very excited um i there is a place down here it's called like local joe's natural foods or something when I like was first on my super health nut kick and I was coming down here for like five days at this point, I was drinking a glass of milk every single day. Oh my God. I'm dying. Um, I made Catherine, I like looked up where I could get it and I made her get it for me so I could drink my milk every day <laughs> and I got her like hooked on it. So now she like also gets her dairy from this place. Yeah. And um, it's obviously from like a South Carolina farm, but they get cheese from the family cow. Oh, that's so cool. Which is, like, so cute. So I went there yesterday morning, had a glass of milk last night when I got home from work. I'm dead. (laughs) I don't know if I'll be able to get into, like, the full drinking of a glass of milk. I'm going to try, but I definitely will start with, like, just putting it in my coffee 
and like smoothies or protein shakes and then like slowly yeah you know maybe going for the full glass but um you do have to like shake it up obviously um because the cream separates okay good but um sometimes like before I shake it up I'll pour out just a little bit um into like a glass so it's like the cream part and then shake it up and then pour the rest um and it if you froth it for coffees oh because you added a little bit of the cream in it it froths so nice so tell ryan that for okay his latte barista latte yeah i will because the other day i told him i was like okay like i'm picking it up on thursday and he's like, okay well like i'm not gonna use it i'll still use like the regular milk for my coffee and i was like what else do you put milk in and he was like well i guess nothing and i was like yeah the whole point is to like replace our old milk. Like, oh, like he wanted to keep. I thought when you said that, it, he was like, "I'll finish out the milk that we have." No, he no, wanted he to wanted keep buying idiot. Old, like the grocery store milk, and then he claims use this for other purposes. And I'm like, when else do you use milk? Like, yeah. never. And he was like, "Yeah, I guess that's a good point." And I was like, "Oh my god, you're okay." Too much. I love you. <laughs> I put um, my butter on my avocado toast this morning, and it was Yum. so yummy. Yeah, I'm very excited. We got like a, I don't even know, like a pound of butter or something. So I don't know if we need to freeze it. I probably would freeze some of it because yeah. I did have some that like went gross. Yeah. And I wow. don't waste it because it was like $25. So yeah, it is expensive, but it definitely is worth it. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, stay tuned. Oh, fun. Um, the guy you'll pick up from, his name is Nick, and he's really nice. And if you don't Can't get there wait. on time, he'll call you and be like, where are you? And you'll be like, sorry, I'm running late. Like, I'll see you <laughs> soon. And he would just, like, stop calling me because he just knew I was always, always late. Always <laughs> late. That's so funny. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope it doesn't gross you out. Uh, I'm so, just going to start, like, very small. Yeah. Do you think it tastes a lot different? Um, I was actually talking about this last night with a friend before I tried my milk because up north in the winter, they have to like supplement the grass because obviously the grass is like frozen and right. dead. So I felt like it tasted a little different in the winter versus the summer. Okay. But I can't even explain like how it tasted different and it wasn't bad it just like if I took a glass of regular like store-bought milk and I took a glass of that it would taste different a little bit whereas like summer milk tastes like pretty much the exact same just like richer almost Um, but I mean not like enough that you're like ew okay it was just like you were drinking it. I was drinking it every day so I could tell the difference when it like – Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know if I just like blind tasted it, like your milk right now if I'd be able to tell the same because I haven't been drinking it consistently. Right. So. All right. Well, stay tuned. Raw milk tea is coming your way. Wild. <laughs> that is fun. Yeah, I know. I'm excited for it. How Since, much like, do you get? A gallon. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
Ryan's probably going to start drinking a glass of milk with dinner. I know. It's so gross. Um, I just felt like because I'm, like, I thought I was going to have, like, the healthiest pregnancy ever and I'm just dying every day of freaking food aversions. I was like, well, at least if I, like, can drink a bone broth and, like, have some raw milk in my coffee and, like, just try to get some sort of health in my life, I'll hopefully – I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure people do crack when they are pregnant. So, you know, (laughs) in comparison to that, I'm doing great. Oh, wow. Oh, that was good, Taylor. That was good. (laughs) Like, in case I just need to hype myself up, I'm not on drugs. So, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm not doing crack. Yeah. Wow. So, Hmm, okay. That's a win. That's when yeah. everyone. My mom said honestly, some of those babies turned out fine. So, like, because she worked in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Honestly, just what this conversation here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, raw milk. Love that for you. Um, I do have a funny story for you that I've been waiting to tell you. Oh yeah, for the pod. Um, and it's really embarrassing. And um, yeah, it happened a couple weeks ago. I like saved this one for the pod. I'm so excited. I have not heard it yet, guys. Okay, so did I tell you my Dyson broke? No. Probably because you have so many damn clients recently. Well, it's actually, this is not the funny part, but me and Kelly must have switched Dysons at one point. And I didn't realize. I thought, so we, Kelly and I are share, Kelly is the salon owner in Pittsburgh. We share a room. I'm in like this big old house. So her and I are in one room and then like the rest of the girls are in the other room. Um, and we both have Dyson's. We're the only ones in the salon that has Dyson's. And one of them has a tag on it, like with the, like the, on the cord. Yeah. On the cord. And one doesn't. And the tag has like the ID number of like the whatever. I thought mine had the one with the tag. Like, and I've been thinking that. Okay. I don't know why I thought that. I just like assumed Kelly's had hers for longer whatever so like but ours get we do switch around sometimes because like if like kelly has two people in and like her assistant is like needs to be blow drying and i'm like applying color or something she'll take Take it and so like we've like it's not uncommon that like at some point in the week our blow dryers are switched okay but i kept like i was just aware that mine was the one with the um the tag okay okay well last week it started smelling actually two weeks ago. If I put it, there's three heat settings. If I put it above the first heat setting, it smelled like it was like burning, like on fire. Okay. So I contacted Dyson. I they they have a two year warranty. My mom bought it on December fifteenth, two years ago. So I was like seven days within my warranty. Yeah. Um, everything was fine. They said they were gonna send me a return label. I just had to ship it back, and then. They'd send me a new one once they received mine. Okay. Okay, so they didn't send me a return label. I ended up getting a hold of them on Tuesday or Wednesday. They finally sent me the return label. So then Thursday, I was like, I have to go to the UPS store. Like, I have to go to the UPS store. I was rushing because I, like, forgot that I had a client come in like 30 minutes before I usually start so then I was like all of a sudden I was like oh my gosh I have zero time to like do any of this and get to this long yeah. time so I was really stressed 
I knew I needed gas, but I, like, needed to get to the UPS store. So I was like, I'm going to go to the UPS store and then, like, on my way out of there, get gas. gas. Like, I was just so stressed because I, like, only had one other day to get it in the mail because you have to ship it out before your warranty's done or else you don't count it. So went to the UPS store. When I was putting it back into the box, I found my tag. Which is when I realized that I was shipping back Kelly's, which makes way more sense. Yeah. Because hers is, like, five years old. Yeah. Mine's two. Whatever. But I already told them her code. Yeah. So they, like, know. I, I don't know how they didn't catch it, but whatever. I don't really care. I'm getting a new Dyson, and Kelly has a semi-newer one. Yeah. Um. So I return. Oh, so you're not telling Kelly. No, I did. I didn't. I oh. was like, I, we switched Dyson's at some point. I returned yours. Yeah. Yours was broken. Mine wasn't. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't really care. That's not the funny part. Okay. So I get back in my car. I'm pulling out of the parking lot. Like, not pulling out of the parking lot. I pulled on my spot, and I'm going around the parking lot to, like, exit. Okay? And I'm, like, turning, and all of a sudden, my car no. just starts beeping. Like, all of the lights start flashing. Like, anytime something happens in my car, like, all of the things on my dashboard just start, like, going nuts. And then it just said, shift to park. And I was like, what the fudge like what is happening in my car so I shift into park and my car didn't like turn off but it just like stopped and the gear got like locked stop and I was like oh my gosh and then I was like oh my gosh I think I just ran out of gas no so I was like but I'm in the middle of a lane like in the parking lot so I like also there's a gas station on the corner that used to be a get-go and they closed down and now they're putting in a cohen but it's not open yet of course and even if it was i felt really weird about like walking to the gas station which is probably like even though it's the same parking lot it it's like equivalent to a block because i was on the complete opposite end of the parking lot with it just like in the middle and i was like i don't know what to do also at this point i'm gonna be late right of course so i like there was this man who was clearly, like, looking at me being, like, why she just stopped. Yeah. And he kind of looked like, like, an emo 90s skater dude, but, okay. like, was an adult. Okay. He had, like, swooped hair, and then was, like, wearing, that was black, and was wearing a beanie, and he had, like, on skinny jeans, and he was just, like, gross and weird. I, like, went up to his car, and I was, like, do you know if that gas station on the corner is, like, open yet? And he was, like, no, it's not. And I was, like, okay. Doesn't say anything else. Okay, but then I get back in my car, and he's still in his car just, like, staring at my car. And okay. I was like, thanks for not helping me. You're like, me. help me. Yeah, literally. No, doesn't. So then I was like, okay, I have nothing else to do. I, I have to, I'm going to call 911 because my car is in, like, an yeah. unsafe spot. Yeah. So I, like, call 911. They were like, we're experiencing high volumes of calls. Like, Stop. might take longer. They finally, I get transferred to, like, Bethel Park, like, police department, like, dispatch or whatever. And, um... They don't even ask me what my emergency was. They just asked me for my location. And so okay. I told them, and I was like, I'm in the middle of the parking lot. I'm, like, blocking lane. But I didn't yeah. tell them, like, why. What's wrong? No. So she was like, okay, I'm going to send an officer, like, right over. So this officer, like, parks and then, like, comes over to my door. I'm, like, sitting in my car. And I'm like, hi. I'm, like, And he was like, Is everything okay? And I was like, um, yeah, I, I think it just, like, maybe ran out of gas. And he was like okay and I was like I just like don't know what to do because I'm like just in like the middle of the parking lot like blocking everything and he was like well do you want me to take you to sheets and I was like 
can I just, like, leave my car here? And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's not busy. Like, your car will be fine. Like, can you lock it? And I was like, yeah, like, we can lock it. This, like, emo dude is, like, still there. Just, yeah. like, sitting. So, at this point, I, like, just lock my car up, follow this police car, policeman back to the police car. And, like, I literally was like, this dude that's watching us is probably like, why is the police officer just, like, leaving this car here? So he, like, dispatches that he's, like, taking me. He has to, like, take my license mm-hmm. or whatever. And then we, like, get to his car and he's like, I'm really sorry, but you're going to have to sit in the back. Stop. I was like, okay. Oh, my God. So I get into the back of this police car. I'm, like, dying. I've never been into a, in a police car Neither. ever before. I'm also just, like, peeing my pants because, like, my friend is a police officer and really wants to, like, take me in a police car. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, it's, like this supposed to be this, like, whole fun thing. And, like, yeah, that, like I don't really care about. experienced it. But I'm, like, laughing yeah. because I'm thinking about that and just thinking about you, how like, funny it is. and, like, take a picture? No, I thought about it because I'm, like, I'm not in trouble, but I also don't want to push it. Yeah, okay? like, it's illegal or something so this dude is like he thinks it's hilarious yeah he's like making small talk with me and he was like he was like well good news is like you don't have any warrants out for your arrest and I was like oh that's good yeah thank god (laughs) you're like not yet so he like drives me the sheets he like has to follow me into the gas station to buy like the gas tank yeah like red gas tank thing they only had one gallon things so we're like I don't even he was like I really hope this one gallon like at least can get you to the gas station right. back to, to the gas station i was like okay yeah i hope so so um he it was just like funny he was like he thought i think it was entertaining that this happened he like asked me if it's happened before and i was like yeah like it it has like whatever you're like yeah not a first time offender yeah literally and so then he was saying like it, you know, he was just, we got back in the car, he drives me back, and we're, he's, like, again, making small talk, asked me if I was from there, and I was, like, yeah, and he's from there, and then I was, like, I'm actually, like, moving, though, in January, and he was, like, oh, that's nice, where are you moving, and I was, like, whatever, told him, moving Charleston, he was, like, just there on a golfing trip, yeah. and he was, like, my wife really wants to move down south, like, she used to live in Florida, but, like, I don't want to leave my friends, which yeah. is, like, so classic of, like, Pittsburgh dude. Yes, yep. I was, like, of course, and then, literally i was like never well, marry a pittsburgh man you'll never leave no and it's not like because of family he just no. doesn't want to leave his friends right i was like oh my god so then he was like i was like well i was like jokingly was like oh well if you ever moved to Charleston, like there's a lot of like i hear the policemen they're really nice and yeah. he was like have you dealt with the police a lot i yeah. was like no my like friend's a police officer i was like actually i think he is going to be pretty jealous that i'm riding in your cop car because i've never rode in a cop car before and he like wants to take me on a ride yeah and he was like he he like started laughing and was like oh should i call down to his like i whatever he called it are yeah. they like stations Precinct or something? i don't know yeah. whatever he said and like and like bust his balls about it and i was like oh no that's okay <laughs> yeah you're like ah, no <laughs> that's very fine so he like takes me back to the car my like gas tank is like not one that like has like a cap mm-hmm. it's just like you push the mm-hmm. thing through so i was trying to do that it wasn't working because I guess you need this, like, funnel, which oh I didn't God. know. But he was like, oh, you might need a funnel. And I was like, why? Like, I don't understand. I've never had a new car, so I didn't know about this. Yeah. And he said his truck needed this. So he was like, you probably have one. Let me look. So he, like, is looking, like, where my spare tire is. Yeah. Apparently there was one in there. This funnel is, like, an inch and a half okay. in, like, thickness. Yeah. Okay. 
So he shoves the funnel in there and he's holding it and like needs me to pour the gas. Okay. He also was like helping but not helping because I don't think he's allowed to touch my car. Right. Because of liabilities. That's like yeah. if you like lock yourself out of your car, yep. you have to sign a paper. Yeah, because they says, break it. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's why he didn't want to really be touch whatever. So he's holding this funnel. I'm pouring the gas. The funnel is so small. I'm getting gas all over his hands. It's just like stop. And he like jokingly was like, I was like, I'm so sorry. And I like was trying to not, but it like just wasn't. It was like going all over his hands. So So is it it even getting into the car? Barely. He like jokingly was like, hope we have enough gas. Like we only had a gallon. And then he was like, at one point it was like, this is the like the long this is like the biggest one gallon a week i've ever like it was taking forever okay to pour this in whatever poured we finish he like is wiping off his hand with like wipies that yeah. he had in his car he like gave me one and i was like i'm fine like i you have gas all over you I, yeah. i'm fine and he was like okay like i was like thank you so much and he was like turn on your car to make sure yeah and I was like okay yeah you're, you're right and he was like do you have triple a just in case and I was like I mean yeah and he was like okay turn on my car fine you're kidding it was fine I just ran out of gas and like the police officer had to like drive me to dude I was dying so I'm like also like get to work and everybody was like what happened please to tell you? me you went and got gas oh yeah oh, okay yes, of course <laughs> I, so I get like, to current. work and what happened to you and I was like oh I ran on the gas, and the police, I called the police, and they drove me to the gas station, and, like, it was the funniest thing in the world. Is that, like, normal protocol? Like, is that what they do? Everybody at the salon was, like, they normally just tell you to, like, screw off. Like, if you call them to be, like, I ran on gas, they're, like, okay, deal with it. Yeah, like, call AAA. Yeah, no, I think that... He was just being nice. I think that they maybe, he didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. And maybe didn't want to do anything, like, actual. Also, what is happening in Bethel Park? Nothing. Yeah. Probably too exciting. <laughs> also, I think it just, like, pays sometimes to be, like, a, a nice damsel in distress. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So, um. You're like, ah. That was nice. Yeah. I was like, hee hee, I ran out of gas, I think. Help me. <laughs> um. So, that was hilarious. Um. Yep. First time riding in a police car. I like really wanted. I cannot believe. I kind of wanted happened. him to take a picture of me and like me send a picture to yeah. like my mom and everyone and yeah. being like, "Haha, I was arrested." Yeah. But um, I didn't do that. Um and yeah. Um. So there we have it. Did it she... was hilarious, and I Rainy was like, "You should like bake them cookies or something." Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know his name. Yeah, officer, what's his called? Is gonna think you're trying to get with him. Yeah. He also told me that if they move, him and his wife move, then um, until he makes new friends, he'd have to hang out with his wife a lot. God forbid. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> classic. You're like, actually, you know what? That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, so that's, there you go. What an ass. Yeah. Ew. I, also, I just feel like that's like classic Bethel dudes, to be honest. I have to hang out with my wife more. You're like, okay. Yeah, good for you. Well, you married her, so. Yeah. So, there you have it. That's what happened to me. Corey got arrested, everyone. Yep. All right. Well, everyone, that is our first episode back in 2024. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. (laughs) See you next week, guys. All righty. Bye. Bye.